we had good quarter A and sales up. They did go for quarter the end year of today. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelor recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. You're in your chair. Good to be home. Shh, let's all take a deep, all safe. A deep Everybody's breath. Everybody's safe. Yeah, last week. I mean, this is housekeeping. Last yeah. week, what an uproar. My Oof, goodness. Rough going. Yeah. So we had guests last week, and I would say 50%. Of our listeners and our viewers were like, I didn't like this, but, Mm -hmm. you know, thanks for trying something new. 25% were like, oh, you know, okay, I didn't mind this. I liked this once in a while. And 25% were like, never do this again. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we got a clear response. What we wanted, it was an experiment. It was an experiment. And we got exactly what we wanted. We we know the answer. (laughs) Yeah. The reason we did that was for the information. And man, oh man, did we get the information. I think it's safe to say it will be quite some time before we do that again. Yeah. I think for the right guests, like I like the idea of sort of shaking things up once in a while. I think it's good. It keeps you on your toes. It keeps you young to try new things. Is that what keeps you young? Having guests on the podcast? (laughs) I was thinking trying new things and it was trying something new. Like I was actually really nervous about recording that because I had never hosted guests for a recap before. And it's a different vibe, of course, as everyone noticed. But it's a lot of work to edit that. There's a lot of camera angles. Oh, that was. I mean, it's a lot of work for something people didn't seem to really want. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's really the story of my life. That's just me. Like I'm just constantly putting way too much work into things people don't want. Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) Okay. That's a terrible life. Anyway, I would say that in general, you do a lot more work for the reward you get than many people. Mm, I do it to myself. Yeah. Anyway, for what it's worth, Shandies, we had a very strong suspicion that this would not that having guests would not no. be the preferred way of recapping. Oh, yeah. But we wanted the information. Mm-hmm. Dear Shandy exists because I like to try new things. Great point. So despite some of the more intense comments that kept me up at night. I think that we got the information we needed. Yeah. But I got to tell you, you know what my takeaway was? It's a compliment. Huge compliment. Yeah. It was so flattering. Mm -hmm. They want more of us. They just want us. And they're going to get us. Right now. Right now. In 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, So episode five picks up with London. We see the ladies do British accents and toast their pints to, quote, falling in love with Zach. Who does that? (laughs) When you see a group of girls toasting to falling in love with the same guy. Mm -hmm. Only on The Bachelor. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of dating shows coming up now. And I know that The Bachelor, you know, their viewership has gone down. There's more competition. But on very few shows, are you going to get that toast? So true. It's the OG. (laughs) It's the pureness of it that I like. They're at the Park Plaza Westminster Bridge, Andy. We freaked out because we have stayed at this hotel. We have. It's the only. Recently. Yes. Like within the last year. Yeah. You called it. I would have missed it. Really? Yeah. I I miss these things. I'm not good at that stuff. Can see who does the booking work in this household. <laughs> During the awaiting a date card girl chat, the awaiting a date card girl chat, that's a thing. Yeah. Because they can't have the date card arrive and the girls are all just dispersed having their own private conversations. No, of course not. We learn that Greer loves tea so very much that she has a teacup tattoo. 
It's impressive. It is. That's a real love of tea. Yeah. But alas, the date card goes to Gabby. She's elated and it's very cute, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gabby, I mean, talk about a slow burn and going on the up and up. Yeah. Relatively late into the season. It's interesting how so many people seem to have known that on episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to state your thoughts on that? I just think uh, I, I think it's very possible. This that, is a wild theory. That I have some people, that some people, maybe reading spoilers and pretending that they don't. Correct. <laughs> yeah, and um, that it's not cool. <laughs> A British man in a bowler hat arrives and summons Gabby, and now we see Greer kind of crumble, saying she's been justifying why she hasn't gotten her own one-on-one, and she thought when they headed to London, she's like, oh, that's where it's going to happen. That's where I'm going to get my date, and now she's running out of excuses. Mm. Gabby has her one-on-one. They drive in a Rolls-Royce to Floris, a 300-year-old perfumery that has created sense for royalty, and they're going to curate their own fragrance. This looked like fun. Yeah. The gentleman helping them hands them a sample of one with sensual woody notes. And she says, I love sensual woody. This was cute because they had her in the foreground and then they focused on him in the background, like processing that and smiling and kind of laughing. They shared a snicker. They shared a snicker. It was a cute sharing of a snicker because it was this moment where you realize that they're on the same page. Like they find the same thing funny. Even the laugh he had to himself was not performative. It's one of the best parts about the early days of a relationship. Is mm. the sharing of Snickers. Oh. Do you remember our first Snicker that we shared? No. Am I supposed to remember I, that? I remember it. We were just having our first like kind of day date where we were finally a little bit comfortable in the relationship and ready to just spend a day together. Uh-huh. And you were laughing really hard at something I had said. Okay. <laughs> Shocking. First of, first of many hard laughs at things I say. And, and you burped unintentionally. Oh. Yeah. And I was so delighted. Oh. And we both had uh, like a quintessential good snicker. Oh. And I was so happy. It was on the subway. Was, yeah, I was yeah. laughing so hard. I was like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. cute together. Oh, I like yeah. them. They are cute. They create Zabby, the scent. Ooh. And Gabby calls it their first child eliciting another snicker out of Zach. They go meet Grant, now a mm. royal butler who prepares them the Queen's cocktail. He's a serious butler, this guy. I mean, he's, he's got a great resume. Yeah. He has access to royal bloodline corgis. A stylist puts on fascinators and tiaras and they try on hats. It's all very... This is the princess date. Yeah, this, the, this is a thing. They always have this, right? Every mm-hmm. every bachelor. Except for my season. There wasn't a princess date oh, on my season. Oh, yeah. I don't recall. Hmm. I mean, some of us got stuff, but it wasn't like this. Maybe your princess date was coming. I think maybe if there was a princess date of my season, it was probably Renee, hmm. but it, less so. Hmm. She didn't come home with Jimmy Choo's, we'll put it that way. <laughs> and now while Gabby tries on gowns, we get an ITM of her saying that body image is something she has struggled with and hmm. feeling like her body was enough for someone. I love her candor yeah. with this. And yeah. I think many, many, many women can relate. And Zach can relate. Yes. Good mm-hmm. point. Good memory, Andy. And they end the date with tea and crumpets. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if a producer at the last minute was like, quick, quick, let's get tea <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to insert tea into everything they do <laughs> yeah. that doesn't have to do with Greer. Yeah. And now it's the evening at the hotel. The ladies are in another forest girl chat, of course, to receive Gabby coming home with her arms full of shopping bags. Yep, full and of she- tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She comes home with like yeah. loose leaf tea, <laughs> teapot. Just like those like old timey like bags of tea, <laughs> like burlap sacks of tea. 
from the East Indies. <laughs> so, of course, the ladies are asking Gabby about her date. They want yeah. her to show them what she got. She shows them her Jimmy Choo's. She shows them clothes. And Katie, I think this is so sweet, is like, more, more. Like, she's not feeling... Confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's so true. Is yeah. Confidence or lack thereof really is the root of so many issues, isn't it? Yeah. Confidence and insecurity. Fear and greed drive the world and insecurity is their cousin. Hmm. I actually think the insecurity is what drives fear and greed. Like it's Oh, because, I agree. It's because you're insecure that you need to act out. Yeah, I guess the analogy isn't perfect. Like a cousin doesn't drive what the family does, but <laughs> you, you get my point. That was sort of where I was heading with that. I guess it depends which family you're focusing on. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Some cousins have a lot of power. Yeah, and fear and greed are the cousins of insecurity. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so meanwhile, Greer, who is decidedly less confident than Katie, I think we can all agree, mm-hmm. is starting to unravel here. Andy, you were like, there was tea? <laughs> when the dress arrives at the door, so like the princess dress, Greer officially loses it and leaves the room, and Charity goes to comfort her. Greer says tea is how her family comes together and bonds. Mm. And he knows what tea means to her. <laughs> She says other girls have been told Zach had said, I chose this date specifically for you. I curated this date for you. And she says that date was, quote, her personality to a T. What? (laughs) I have so many issues with this. Yeah, it's like, tell me about yourself. Well, I really like to get bought a lot of (laughs) fancy clothes and expensive jewelry. What's your personality being bought things? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Being treated like royalty. (laughs) Enough about me, though. How about you? Yeah, I we knew what she meant, but did I think we this know is... what she meant? <laughs> okay, but the thing is, for me, I'm like, okay, on one side, it's like if she's focusing on the tea, she thought she was going to have high tea in London. I understand that she's like she told him how much tea means to her. She has this tea <laughs> tattoo, so but then it starts to get a little ridiculous after a while, right? So then I can see why she would lean into, oh, it's my personality, but then it's like. No, you don't want to make it sound like this date is your personality because really this date was the princess date. It's about being spoiled. You know what? It's another example of how words are not given their due respect on this franchise or in general today. Yeah. Respect words. Mm -hmm. They have meaning for a reason. Mm -hmm. That's why we don't sit in caves with sticks and stones. Mm -hmm. So now I think this is the highlight of the episode. We can agree. Greer is on the floor and Charity's comforting her in the hallway of the hotel. Oh, that's And now Gabby walks down this hallway with... With all her stuff nearly trips <laughs> over her because she can't see her through the entire wall of expensive clothing she's carrying. Yeah, it turns out Greer is in front of her room and she's like, Do you want to go in your room? And Gabby's like, uh, Yeah, he's like, Get out of my way, bitch. To me, the fact that there was no, <laughs> to me, the fact that there was no humor in this interaction tells oh, us they that they're not, not friends, they do not like each other. I can't imagine that situation. It would be funny. You'd have to laugh. Yeah. yeah you'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. This is so awkward. You're like, ha ha, don't yes. worry. It's okay, girl. Yes. Even in an awkward kind of way. Or, you know, maybe Gabby w- could be like. No, they hate each other. It feels I'd that I'd say way. hate. I'd say even if they dislike, they could have had a humor in that moment. But they hate each they other. They could have had a humor. Yeah, a humor. <laughs> they could have shared one humor. A snicker. <laughs> okay. So it's the evening portion of the date now. Gabby emerges. She looks beautiful. She's wearing her new dress, but we have to discuss her hair. Her Mm. hair was a problem because her hair was the exact same way she wore it during the day when she was trying on the dress. 
I agree. It was not styled I for agree. the dress. I mean, I've, I even saw that. Andy, as you said, even I know she should have worn her hair up. The dress is wearing her. The dress was so formal. This is black tie formal. This is as formal as it gets. And her hair is down the way it was during the day. No. And she looked beautiful. It's just, come she, on. She looked right, and, and, and it had shoulder details. Like a huge part of the detail of this dress was on her shoulder and it was like shrouded in hair. Oh, oh it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> do, you need, do you need some water? Perhaps some tea. <laughs> they should. <laughs> tea will make me feel better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, tea stays. They should have, there should be like a, a, a thriller, like a revenge story with Greer where she's just sleeping. She lives in the woods in a cabin. And <laughs> she just lives with the huge bags of tea around her. And one day she wakes up and all the tea is gone. <laughs> And the lock on her door is broken and she's just like for the the whole movie is her just trying to find the person who stole her tea. Yeah, it's like, like a Liam, killing people. Like oh, Liam many Neeson style movie. It's like yeah, taken, but like it, it, taken tea. Yes, it's exactly <laughs> taken. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Okay, here we get Word Watch 1. Gabby says, Tonight I'm really hoping that I can be vulnerable. Zach says he was blown away by how Gabby makes every little moment fun and effortless. Huge compliment. Huge compliment. Also specific, kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind of-ish. Yeah. Yeah, good He enough. says he appreciates that she's not all nervous around him anymore, that she's sort of gotten past that. She says it's the little things that make someone feel loved, and Zach says the little things are huge. And for once, I completely agree with something said on this show that sounds possibly stupid. Yeah, it is a full-blown oxymoron, but... It's, it's an oxymoron, but he's 100% right. The little things are huge in relationships. I agree. Gabby says that Zach made her feel so pretty that day. And now she sort of opens up about her insecurities, about her looks, body image. She says that it won't always be like this. She'll be wearing no makeup and sweatpants. And it seems like Zach would still see her for her under those circumstances. And she says this has been an issue for her in a past relationship. Zach relates to her here about struggling with confidence. She says he makes her feel safe without even trying. And all the little moments meant a lot. Super cute how Gabby is able to express this. Like she shows, I, I like it when someone shows gratitude, but I actually find it a little... Uh, I don't want to make it sound like this is a bad thing, but so often you'll see a contestant on this show be like, I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful that blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel so lucky. And it's like, yeah, that's okay. It feels empty. Yeah, it feels a little empty, even though like it's a lovely thing to express. Sure. Mm -hmm. I just really like it when someone can express gratitude in a way that feels non-performative. She wasn't saying the things that she was told to say. Yeah, it almost felt like the date didn't suit her personality to a T <laughs> and made her feel very special. <laughs> okay. So back at the hotel, Greer once again says she felt that date suited her personality to a T. <laughs> By the way, I rewatched this cause I was like, surely they reused that audio Different. because who would say that twice? But no, we that? see it coming out of her mouth, both in the hallway and during this girl chat. Mm-hmm. Andy, you said, God forbid anyone have tea without her. <laughs> I've been, I have a particular set of skills, skills I've acquired over a long period of time. If you give me my tea back, that will be the end of it. We should watch that movie again. It's so no, good. It's good. It, it's, you know what that is? That's the best bad movie of all time, I think. It's what you want it to be. It knows it's bad. Any movie that knows it's bad in the hands of a great filmmaker is usually good. Mm. So the date card arrives and going on this group date are Brooklyn, Kat, Allie, Katie, Ariel, Kylie, Jess, Mercedes, and Greer. So Charity is getting this one-on-one. She says she's on cloud 100. Nope. Doesn't work. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> it's like she's trying to apply. It's like, oh, I, I 100%. It's like 1,000%. No, it doesn't. 110%. Yeah, you can't. The, the higher the cloud number doesn't make it better. <laughs> There's no better than cloud nine. Back on the date now, Gabby says she wants someone who's committed to her, who's honest, genuine, doesn't take themselves too seriously. Zach tells her she deserves to ask for all this and more. And he tells her he got to see her beauty both inside and out. Mm. He gives her this rose and she says, yes, I will accept this rose and I'll give you a kiss as well. And he says, you better. (laughs) 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 Okay, it's concert time. Concert time. Let's see who it is. And we're joined by UB40. Andy, you said, I love how they don't make a big deal out of UB40, but that's the biggest band they've had on in ages. Yeah, nothing. It was just like UB40. Yeah. No big deal. No one's excited. (laughs) Such a diss. I mean, they did lose their lead singer. Oh. Yeah, it's a new guy. The lead singer of UB40 has got to be around 70 now. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's still UB40. Most of the guys, you could tell the guys who are the original members. I could. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> the guy just rolled out of bed. He's like, Pastor, all right. <laughs> He's like, I don't sing anymore, but I'll do this. No, but they're, they're, they were a good band. I confess I'm not sure. Like, I wasn't really sure who UB40 was before oh, this. Oh, yeah. It's my, you know what it is? It's, it's, it's just an age thing. They, they were big in the 80s. Can you sing me some of the yeah. greatest... Red, red wine. Oh, yeah. Do, do, do. Makes me feel something. <laughs> I assume good. It feel, makes me feel good. Okay, so now it's the group date. Greer apparently slept well, or she slept it off, because she's in much better spirits today. And a card arrives that says that Zach is under the weather, but mm. we'll see them soon. Maybe. The ladies are upset about this, and it seems genuine. Yeah. Like, they seem... They should bummed. be. They should be. Bummed. I mean, think about the buildup going into this. Of course, they haven't seen him in probably five days at this point, point. Yeah. and it's not just about him. It's also like the idea, like the anticipation, yeah. only to have you know the yeah. rug pulled. You got to get yourself you. up too. It's like a sport. Totally. It's like oh, we're going to play the World Series today, and they're like, oh, it's raining. Yeah. Like you're like I got myself ready. Now I have to get myself ready again. I'm by the way totally like this in life. No one's more like this than me. If I get myself up for something and then it doesn't happen, you can guarantee the next time I have to do it, I'm gonna suck. Oh, it's true. You are like that. Yeah. And for me, uh, the ultimate example is like I can even be on vacation. Let's say I'm on an amazing vacation and I'm loving it. Just and, you alone. You know, let's say we're together or whatever. Oh, I and- just thought you were with somebody else. <laughs> So Jealous. let's say let's say we're on a 10 day vacation and then on day nine. So we're supposed to fly home the next day on day nine. Suddenly it's like, oh, guess what? Your vacation's extended by another week. Like, I think after a day or two of this new change, I would be like, oh, OK, sweet. I get more vacation. But my initial reaction would be. But wait, no, this isn't what was planned. Yeah, no, I agree. We're both in that way. Not that spontaneous. Yeah. But we also like spontaneity. It depends. We like our spontaneity expected, though. <laughs> We're very similar that <laughs> I way. I need to plan for spontaneity. <laughs> yes. Okay, so now the ladies just, as ladies, there's no yeah. bachelor. Nope. They ride a double-decker bus where they get a tour of the city. Bagpipes are performed for mm-hmm. them. It starts raining. And the vibe is womp, womp, generally. Oh, yeah. And now in Zach's hotel room, he says he's run down. He doesn't want to make anyone else sick. He says, quote, I imagine the women are having a terrible group date without me. I don't know. <laughs> Every time you go out <laughs> with your friends, that's what I say to myself. <laughs> He says, hopefully this passes and I'll be ready for tonight. I honestly think the powers that be all knew that he wasn't going to be ready for that night. Yeah. How does it doesn't work like that? No, it doesn't work like that. Like, it's not like you're sick by day, but healthy by night. Yeah, I think there's a general <laughs> lack of understanding of how sickness works in the world. People oh. don't get sickness. They don't know the difference between viruses and bacteria. They don't understand that like you don't just go from sick to not sick or contagious to not contagious on a dime. Mm. Like, like organisms are, you know, they're organic. Yeah. Ooh. Things flow. It's not black and white. The man is sick. <laughs> yeah, I think that 
they they the the powers that be yeah. knew 100 percent that he there was no way he was coming to the evening but they wanted to do to these women what we're talking about with a vacation being extended yeah it was so cruel oh, they cruel. let them do you know how much time it takes to get exactly. ready like this i know exactly they all did their hair and makeup takes. they had their outfits picked out and i like i think it's wrong to belittle that and make it I sound agree. superficial would it be safe to say that you would have cried in this situation 100% I would have cried. Yep. But I also think that their tears, especially later in the evening, are rageful. Oh, yeah. Their tears by day are like, oh, that's a disappointment. But you can tell that they don't really believe it. All day long, they're like, oh, I kept thinking Zach was going to pop up. Yeah. And he's going to suddenly show up in the evening. They all thought that this was some like ruse because they're so used to ruses. Yeah. They, like they had to go back. They probably a lot of them showered, did their hair, changed their outfit, cha- washed their face, did their makeup in a different way all over again. It's just like a lot of buildup to be like, oh, never mind again. Oh, completely. Like I, I, I understand if I have like a good hair day. And I'm about to do something and it gets canceled. I'm very upset. <laughs> Maybe on the verge of tears. So the ladies are in a pub. They decide Oh, by to- the way, if I wrote a memoir about my time on The Bachelor, it would be called Tears of Rage. Yeah, that's a good name. <laughs> Thanks. Great. All I mean, right. I'm the one that said it. Yeah, but you didn't say it as the name of a book. <laughs> Okay, so the ladies are in a pub and decide to make the most of the day and get drunk. They squish into a phone booth. They eat fish and chips. They fart in the phone booth. They try to engage with a guard. A guard? Is that what they're called? I don't know what they're called, but those are the guys who don't, they're not allowed to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. Yeah. It it's funny. more of a joke than an actual thing. I think it used to be a thing, but now it's a joke. I, there's no way they don't enjoy that. Of like course. if I were a guard whose job it was to be completely stony faced... And this happened to me, I'd be like, sweet. This yeah, is an entertaining. Of course, it's entertaining. And sure, it's, it's hard fun. not to emote, but how is that worse than just standing there? But I also think just the act of not doing anything, not responding in any way, is fun in itself. Totally, it's like a sport. Yes. Yeah, totally. he gets off on it. Yeah, you would it's pride almost yourself like a kink. on it. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they had to get him to sign off on his face appearing and everything. Absolutely. So he, and he did do that little expression at the end. They yeah. probably were like, do some little thing. And he's like, okay, I got it. I got a great thing. I got this expression. I've saved it up for a while. Okay, so now it's the evening and the ladies are all dolled up. They look hot. Oh, yeah. They talk about anticipating his arrival. Uh, another butler arrives, though, with a message from Zach saying he's still not feeling well enough to join Uh-oh. them. And so now the ladies, it's like waterworks time. This yeah. is, this whole episode, there was a lot of crying. Yeah. And because I think Zach is a decent guy, I am sure that he did not know that the powers that be made the women all get ready for an evening date that he was never going to show up to. I agree. Brooklyn says, I'm kind of too pissed to cry. Mm. Tears, Tears of, of rage. rage. I think it's obvious that none of them are mad at him. They're mad at how this was all leveraged sure, yeah, yeah. against them to get this reaction. They're giving them the reaction that they want. And the ladies return to their hotel and report to Charity and Gabby. And we see Charity meltdown as well. I think the only person who didn't melt down this week was Gabby. Yeah. She's got her Jimmy Choo's her- keeping her company. <laughs> <laughs> so then what were you going to say? No, she got her meltdown out of the way and like uh, early in the season. Oh, it's so true. Like yeah. episode two. Yeah, you yeah. get one meltdown. The next day, Jesse arrives and reveals Zach tested positive for COVID. Mm. Charity cries. Katie cries. They yeah. all cry. Yeah. I guess this was just a matter of time. The producers, I honestly think they were like, sweet, we can use this. Totally. I'm sure they already knew at this point. I bet you that entire group day day, they knew that he already was tested positive. They just didn't want to tell them that so that they kept expecting him all day. Oh, it was just a plot point. That's all. 
They just worked it into the script. Yeah, because if they told them instantly that he tested positive for COVID, the women would all be like, oh, that's awful. Poor him. Yeah. It's the anticipation. It's the fact that it was the bait and switch. It's like, oh, he's going to be there. Oh, switch. He's going to be there tonight. Oh, switch. They totally used this. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm like, there's no way someone is sick on this show at this point and they don't immediately test. That is the most meta. That may be the most 2023 thing ever is that there's a great pandemic Mm. and then a reality TV show uses it as a prop. Mm. Think about that. When else in history it's could that have happened? such a good point. Such a good point. It's I mean, used as a prop. They're using it in lieu of bringing on an ex of his or an ex of one of the girls or bringing in new girls or whatever. The, the old tricks are like, oh, wait, we have COVID. COVID. Everything is commercialized now. <laughs> Everything, including a pandemic. Yeah. It feels a little too soon. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> too soon. Okay. So now it's the evening and Katie... Assembles a care pack for Zach. By the way, I, my autocorrect will not accept Katie's spelling of Katie. That's right. Autocorrect so as far is as right. all my notes are concerned, it's K-A-T-I-E. <laughs> Katie assembles a care pack. She must be so used to that. Can you imagine? I, we already talked about this. It's horrible. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I need to talk about it more because my name it gets spelled sharpen on people's phones. Although <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a text saying sharpen. <laughs> Katie, <laughs> there's some. I, I'm re- sometimes I read YouTube comments and they're so heartfelt, oh, yeah. and they're like sharpen. I love you, and I'm like, oh, that's good stuff. Katie assembles a care back for Zach and goes and visits him, chats with him through his door. Oh, this was sweet. Yeah. She says a fear of hers is that their momentum might be falling flat, and she sees a future with him. They recap their experience. Now we get sepia tone clips too. Yes, two clips, one of their first conversation, which, by the way, I made fun of at the time, (laughs) how wrong I was. I mean, it was mostly them just gazing in each other's eyes, but it was sepia tone worthy, evidently. Their museum date, more sepia tone. They basically act like this was years and years ago. (laughs) He says he's so excited she's there. He can see something with her. She says that feels so good to hear. And they hug through the door. That's cute. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. The next day, we get some selfie footage of Zach expressing his frustration. He says, I have to figure out what's next, as though he has any say in the matter. <laughs> Jesse now arrives at the ladies' suite, and we learn that they will do a virtual cocktail party. <laughs> oh, these are always... Uh... Uh, yeah. Can I just say, it's not the same. Zoom's not the same. I'm just going to... It's gonna, not the same. I'm going to say it. We it's all not. know it. It's not. It's not the same. I actually find Zoom to be worse than just a phone call. because you, 100%. You know what it's like? It's like reading a book. When you read a book, you can imagine all the things that are happening in your mind. <laughs> yeah. And let, your, let it run wild. Mm-hmm. But then when you see the movie of the book you read, 90% of the time, you're like, meh, not as good. Not as good as my mind. Can I tell you something? When a book gets turned into a movie and then it starts being released with the movie cover on it, I actively don't want to buy that book. Like I try to find a previous version before they put the movie cover on it. Because I agree. I don't want whoever like actor or actress to be in my mind who those people are. No, it's going to violate your imagination. Yeah. That's why I don't like taking photos sometimes. I know you like to take, I know we, we have to take a lot, we do take a lot of photos for, you know, for, for work. Well, we need for work, (laughs) for content, content (laughs) needs to be made. Well, I mean, I've sort of given up on my Instagram. I love content. Love it. But (laughs) there are memories 
that we have no content of mm-hmm. that I thought like the memory of you burping. Oh. There's no video of that. Mm-hmm. If there was a video of that, 100% that memory would be less monumental to me. I agree. And I feel that way about the night we met, our first conversation. If we no had a video photos. of that, it would not be the same. No, we have not one photo. Nothing. Nothing to record that except our mind. Ooh. And it is so rose-colored. <laughs> I agree. Wow, how did we get onto that? Oh, Zoom. How Zoom sucks. Yeah, Zoom kind of yeah, sucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we use it. Everyone uses it. I mean, look at the stock price. It's down like 90%. Is it really? Yeah. Why? Because it sucks. Or it's because the pandemic is less. The pandemic is less, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Yeah. That's the reason. Thank you. Allie and her ITM expresses nerves over how it's going to go and how it's going to affect quote, he and I's connection. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) Charity has her one-on-one time. They have some small talk here. I got to say, I like Charity a lot. She's super cool. She says the right thing at the right time. She's comforting Greer. I believe that she's really into him. I think she's absolutely stunning. Yeah, great too. She's so Mm doe-eyed. But I find that their one-on-one time together a little like first date-y. Yeah. Zach tells Charity that he has something for her. To look behind the pillow, there's a gift. And it's a miniature Big Ben clock. And Andy, you said, that's a souvenir shop gift. I spent all this time in London and all I got was this $5 clock. I bet you that was not $5, by the way. It was probably like 25 Are you kidding? They probably sell that in Big Ben. Do you know what things cost in London? I bet okay. you that's like a 40 pound souvenir. In London. But if you bought that in Times Square, it's $5. 100%. Okay. I mean, that looked like a high-end souvenir. It did. There was something high-end. I agree. Yeah, it was like mirrored. It looked like there was some craftsmanship (laughs) Yeah, pretty much when the handler went out to buy it, the producer who sent that handler was like, get the high-end one. Like, don't get the shitty one. Right, right. But but they did. There is a factory somewhere in China that's making like 8,000 of those a minute. Oh, my God. Isn't that weird to think? It is so weird. There's no way that's being made in London. It's no. like negative percent chance. Yeah, they're like, there's a factory in London <laughs> making Big Ben souvenirs. <laughs> it costs like $10,000 to rent a 300 square foot flat. I do feel like there's sort of like a bachelor gift shop where the lead can just go and be like, here, Zach, take a look. See what you want to give to these people today. And he's like, there's like, you know, Big Ben. There's like, a, you know, some kind of candy and oh, chocolate. You're giving, like you're, wine. No, it is so much less involving him than that. Oh, really? Yeah. A producer's probably like, we should give Charity something. Our idea for you is that you give her a clock because oh, okay. you had to miss out on time together. Got it. And he's like, yeah, okay, I like that. So it's more like Q and James Bond, where he just goes <laughs> to the lab and he's like, okay, today you're going to have this pen that, you know, shoots <laughs> deadly poison. He's yeah. like, okay, I'll do it's that. It's exactly like that, okay. actually. Kat has her one-on-one time now. She says that the word she learned that day was snog. She keeps calling it snug. Eh, kind of takes away. <laughs> snug? Yeah. I mean, snog does sound British. Snug is just snug. <laughs> They virtually snug each other yeah, to the screen. Nice. We get a montage now of Kylie. And he said she must be working hard in those yeah, jeans. Just got back from the uh, auto repair shop. <laughs> Brooklyn has her time. Allie has her time. They, they kiss oranges. Uh, I mean, look, this, this this whole thing is hard. I mean, it's Zoom. This is a yeah, tough, tough, I, tough a, run. A virtual snug is one thing, but kissing oranges. Like, how does that? I don't even They're know. struggling. They're struggling. Okay, so the the big focal point now is Greer. It's, oh, we've yeah. been building to this oh, all yeah. episode. Here it comes. Greer has her one-on-one time. She says it's good she can't see herself because if her face was in the corner, she probably wouldn't look at him at all. 
Mm. I wrote too honest. Too honest. But, but also I respect that. I respect too the honest. honesty of this because I think a lot of people do this anyway. They yeah. just wouldn't admit it. But Zach, I mean, talk about zero leeway being given. No. He's like, I think it's okay to glance, but to stare the whole time. I mean, <laughs> really? Is that necessary? This whole conversation was super painful because it was like, her trying to be like trying to relate to him, her trying to be funny, trying to be self-deprecating. To me, this was self-deprecation, actually. Yeah, you like, don't, if, you my, don't... if my face was in the corner, like I'm the vanity, like of me seeing my face, I probably wouldn't stare, look at you at all. Like it, I think that there are a lot of people who would have this sense of humor, actually. And he's just like, yeah, when you make fun of yourself and someone makes fun of you for making fun of yourself, mm-hmm. I'm not into that. Zach asks how her day in London was and she launches into I feel for you. She's like, it was good. I feel for you. <laughs> she says she works in sales and she got COVID at the end of the quarter that slash the end of the year. So she knows how it feels to be so close to a goal only to have it taken away from you. And he says, respectfully, <laughs> him finding his person is not like, quote, end of sales close quarter. <laughs> the order of all those words is wrong. She says, sorry to make the comparison. She was just trying to relate to him. He says he knows she had no ill intent, but still, it's not the same. In mm. a few short weeks, he could be standing in front of his person. That means a lot more to him than some end of sales quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, I can imagine Zach giving like a, you know, like a, a financial report to a boardroom. You'd be like, so we had good quarter A. <laughs> And sales up, they did go for quarter the end year of today. Okay, so let's discuss this. First of all, Andy, you said he doesn't give a shit about her. This is what you do. I just want to say, this is what you do when you don't give a shit about her with prejudice. Yes. Because... Like, and we've all probably been here. Mm-hmm. Like you're dating somebody and you're like, I'm going to have to break up with this person. Yeah. And instead of being, set them up for it. yeah, instead of rising to the level of, you know, which very few people can really do. Let's be honest with this. Very mm-hmm. few people are like, you know what? This relationship has run its course. I will be ending it today in a civilized <laughs> and respectful manner. Mm. Almost no one does that. What you do do is you start setting the person up. Yeah. You start making it like, look, I don't like you anymore. Please go away so I don't have to do this hard thing of leaving you. I have 100% done this. Everyone's done it. Everyone, unless you're like an angel, Mm -hmm. you've done this. And he's not even doing it consciously. He's not like, oh, here's a time when I can go in and make her feel bad and make her see that I don't like her. Yeah. It's just a gut thing. Yeah. It's like he's on edge. He's like, I don't want to be with this person. I don't like the feeling of her wanting me Mm -hmm. and that feeling of reciprocation I I feel obliged to do. No. So what I'm going to do is hit on this one thing that's so meaningless and such a thing where he's like, oh, yeah, haha, let's change the subject. And he just goes after her for the dumbest thing in the world. Uh, Yeah, it's I feel okay. I feel like we've all been in a position. And look, I know there's rumblings about Greer. So like this has nothing to do with the off camera stuff about Greer. We're always recapping based on what we see. And to me, in this moment, Greer was trying to relate to him about how it feels like I, I, I have done this countless times where with an imperfect comparison, I try to express how I understand what someone's going through by saying I've been through something somewhat similar. And most of the time, the person isn't like, that's actually not a direct comparison. Right. And, And it's not like Greer is a perfect wordsmith. No, it's the effort. She clearly is making an effort in her own way yeah. to be endearing. And he goes after her for it. It's, she's done it twice now in the span of a 10 five, minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 
twice. Uh-huh. He doesn't like her. No. He wants her to go away. Yeah. And look, you could argue Zach really is taking this super seriously and therefore he was right to take offense at this comparison. I just think that this is one of those like human things where it's like he knew what she meant and yeah. that's kind of enough. Like for him to say it the first time, I'm like, okay, I get it. You're taking this very seriously. You're the bachelor. Got to keep up appearances. How dare she compare this to an end of quarter sales goal? But at the same time, when he went back to it, she's like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. And he's like, oh, I know you had no ill intent. And then he does it again. It was like, oh. Yeah. And, and also it's kind of disrespectful because who's to say that her sales end of quarter sales thing <laughs> Isn't a big fucking deal in her life. Yeah. yeah. Right? Maybe that's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, she's like 24, so it probably is a big deal in her, like in her career or whatever. Anyway. It was completely inappropriate, but not in a way where he was trying to be malicious, in a way where he was instinctually trying to get her away from him. Yeah. He was like, lose interest in me now. Yeah. I'm trying to indicate to you that this is coming to an end very soon. And she got the hint. I mean, she left this conversation and she was like, I am going home. Yeah. So it really did serve its purpose, except the powers that be made him keep her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this show's so sick. It's so sick. I don't know. Yeah. I I feel like the Greer thing, I need more information. In ter- like, I don't want to be tainted by the outside news about Greer. I want it based on what we're seeing. Episode one, she gets the first impression rose. We see nothing of her for three entire episodes. And then episode five, this is all we see. I feel like we just need more so, like of Zach's inner dialogue. What what happened? Where, where did it go wrong? What did he, how did he lose the spark? I usually He feel woke like- up and it's not still with him. Oh. Christopher Cross. Yeah. Which we listened to before recording this recap we did, today. We did. It's fresh in our minds. Yes. I do think that the show doesn't do enough to cover things like that. Yeah, they assume like, we won't be interested in that because it's fizzled. Like something's happened where that's not going to be the end result. Mm. But we like to know that. I want to know the journey, right? I want to understand the journey. Like why did a man out of 27 wonderful women pick this one person yeah. and then suddenly lose all interest? Yeah. Why? Isn't that interesting? Isn't that more interesting than someone talking about the reasons why they like somebody that are wrote? Mm-hmm. Like you, you, I love, we have fun together. I think it I must- love talking to you. Okay, great. We, that's, that's nice. Yeah. But I want to know why he doesn't like Greer. I think that they're probably trying to keep Greer as an option. Like we, we had Greer number one week one, like how could we not, you know, they, yeah. like they clearly want to keep us guessing and they're going to save this for women tell all, okay. I assume. But if they don't talk about this at women tell all. Just like what happened with Greer. I'm going to be miffed. They're not going to talk about it because it's going to be up to Zach to talk about it. And Zach's not the kind of guy who's like, well, she chewed her food weird one day and I stopped liking her. Mm. Like he's not going to talk about the reason why he liked her and then didn't like Mm. her. He won't do that. Yeah. No, this is what he's going to say. Because it will be asked. Jesse will be like, what happened? You gave Greer the first impression, Rose, and then suddenly, you know, nothing happened. Zach is going to say something like... Yeah, I just, you know, other relationships just start moving faster. Yeah, it's going to be a they, snooze yeah, fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, absolutely. our relationships stopped progressing. Yeah, there are so like, many. Got it. <laughs> so many people out there, you know. So one more thing about this before we move on. As much as I think Zach was a little relentless in showing Greer how much he didn't like her anymore, part of me does like that about him. Like, he's so 
brutal at times. It's true. He doesn't mince around. No, he doesn't mince around. Oh, that's, I'm, con- <laughs> I'm combining two things. We he doesn't he mince meant- about. He doesn't mince words and doesn't prance around. No, he does not prance around. That's for sure. Because I think a lot of people, most bachelors would probably be like, oh, yeah, I do understand what you mean. And or, or they would be like, oh, well, it's not quite the same thing, but I knew what you meant. Yeah. He is hard on her in this short conversation and as much as i think it's a little too hard in terms of just like an interpersonal interaction kind of way i can't imagine someone behaving like this in real life yeah i do kind of enjoy watching it as a cringy tv moment oh yeah he's surprisingly good tv and well you rarely see this on this show there's usually there's usually so much politeness but in the politeness it's almost mean because it's so fake, mm. you know, I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather the lead just be totally honest yeah, than BS. Mm-hmm. He seemed miffed in this conversation. I, it felt like she did something to him. It felt like he was getting her back, like he was getting almost revenge on her mm-hmm. for doing something. Yeah. It's very weird. It felt spiteful. There yeah. was, there was an undercurrent here that Maybe. went beyond this conversation. I totally agree with yeah. you. Oh, okay, so uh, Greer, meanwhile, cries to her friends. She yeah, says she I'd be crying she too yeah, if someone too. ripped me a new a-hole <laughs> for talking about my sales end of quarter experience. So Jesse and Zach now talk through screens. Zach gets emotional thinking about how he's going to have to send some women home without being there physically in person. They don't deserve no. that. And he starts to I cry. I agree. Yeah, he starts to cry and the producers are like, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> we can use this in previews. <laughs> so true. Okay, so now it's the rose ceremony. The ladies are gathered in a room. Mm. There's a, a platter of roses oh, on, on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And there's a big TV screen. And it's black when the ladies walk in and suddenly Zach appears. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I see you have all gathered here as expected. It does feel super Dr. Evil. No. I found this hilarious. It's you, ridiculous. Isn't it funny to think Austin Powers that was so long ago? So long ago. It's like, a, it's like an oldie movie now. Isn't it funny how long ago that movie was, but you can still reference it so clearly? Like there's still so many things from those movies where you're like, oh yeah. yeah. There are a lot of people I talk to on a, on a weekly basis that weren't born when Austin Powers came out. Oh, and they're fully adults. They like have jobs. <laughs> they have incomes. They complain about their bosses. You know, it's one thing people. that always makes me think of Austin Powers is when I'm doing more than a three point turn in a car. Like when you're trying to get, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> or you make fun of me if I'm crossing this, or if I want to cross the street and there's a car coming oh my God, and yes. I'm like, no, the car's too close. You're like, no, it's not. You can cross the street. And I'm, it's like, no. And the thing's super far away. That was a funny movie. It was a great movie. I yeah. mean, I don't think you're the only one who thinks that. You know, uh, Mike Myers is Canadian. Mm, <laughs> that's the good takeaway here. <laughs> okay, so now there is an endearingly awkward rose ceremony yeah. with the ladies being like, do I take the rose? Do we yeah. hug? It's kind of yeah. cute. Yeah, cute. And uh, now we're down to Greer, Mercedes, and Kylie. Mm-hmm. In this moment, Andy, I said to you, I think Greer is staying. And Andy, you said that she was going to be going because Zach doesn't put up with producer requests. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> and we never got art for that. Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. People Maybe they're working on it. Or, or they didn't find it as funny as we did. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Maybe they're getting revenge on us for the, uh, the guest recap. No, that was before last week. Uh, well, it's slow revenge. They were working on it and they stopped and they threw it in the garbage. <laughs> I 
I hate that podcast now. (laughs) Okay. So he does call Greer's name, but I think we were both right, Andy, because he says, Greer, will you accept this rose? Like he's spitting. It, that was amazingly transparent. Yeah, it was. No one can misinterpret that. No. He was like, Greer, will you accept this rose? No, it was even more disdainful than that. He was like, Greer, will you accept this rose? T- yeah, you're right. Like that he was, was being forced to say it. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I like him. He was, you know what it was? He was like sick and tired and production beat him down. They were like, Zach, you've done nothing we've told you to do. You are keeping Greer. Yeah. And he's like, he's like sick. Like, he's got like a sore throat and he's just like, he's got body aches. And he's like, I just don't care anymore. Oh, I think it's more so that he has to pick his battles. It's right. like, you want to send home Christina Mendrell. You want to send home whomever else that we want you to keep. And well, you got those. We get this one. Oh, totally. You sent home Christina <laughs> Mandrell. <laughs> You're not you. sending home Greer. So going home officially are Mercedes and Kylie. Not super surprising. Yeah. We knew Kylie's days were numbered by even, yeah. like, by the association. To be honest, she was lucky to get another night. Uh, knowing Zach, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And Greer is stoked. She really wasn't expecting to hear her I mean, name. I, I believe agree. her. I think oh, she was, yeah. like, stunned. She was shocked. And I think that they will use this to make her pine after a one-on-one for at least one more week. Yeah. Without giving it to her. There's yeah. no way she's getting one. No. He wants her out of there. And I'll tell you, as much as I really liked Mercedes and wanted to know more about her, Mm -hmm. I'm glad we're going to see the resolution of this Greer situation. Ah, yeah. yeah. I thank production for pushing this. (laughs) Okay, so now we get our credits. The woman who works at the pub that they're all drinking at on their... I was going to call it their day off, but it was being (laughs) filmed. Day off. (laughs) Well, because on my season, we had a day off in Seoul. Oh, It was very rare. It was the only day off we got the entire... Didn't you go to New Zealand too? Yeah, but we didn't get a day off in New Zealand. So we were trapped in a hotel. You didn't get a day off in New Zealand? No. Oh, I'm sorry for you. You you know, I can tell by your tone <laughs> that you don't realize that it's actually tragic. To fly all the way to New Zealand to only sit in a hotel suite, it might be like, oh, wow, so glamorous at first. Well, let me tell you, to be in New Zealand for like six days and not get to leave is actually worse than Wait, not You were in the days. hotel the whole time in New Zealand? Unless we had a date. Yeah, but you got out on a date. Once, one date. Oh, you were in the hotel five out of six days? Yes. Oh, that does suck. So it's like almost worse than not going at all. Oh, that does suck. So it's like torture. It's like being in a prison on a beautiful island and you have a little window that looks out into the everyone on the beach. Well, it's funny you say that. When we were in Seoul, we had an amazing, it was like the presidential suite in this like five-star hotel. Apparently that. presidents had stayed in this Literal suite. presidential suite. But there was no outdoor space and- we used to crowd around a window that could open like this. Wow. And just to like smell. So like a Lamborghini window. Huh? Like it opens the wrong way. Like, like you know, Lamborghini doors, they Maybe open Maybe it up. opened like this. Yeah, Like whatever. you're getting a little too specific. Too specific. Too specific. <laughs> My you're point right. being Pull the window didn't open like this and you couldn't stick your head out. Right. And we would crowd around it just to smell the air of soul. Oh, what did it smell like? It smelled like big city air, honestly. Nice. <laughs> anyway, my point being... The day off thing is a real thing. We got one day off in six weeks of filming, and it was in Seoul before we flew to our next location. Okay, okay. You've made your point. You've made your point. (laughs) Sorry. I've still got some issues, as you can tell. Still a little traumatized all these years later. Okay, so the woman's working at the pub, and Greer and her are talking about British words slash slang versus American slang. By the way, no one on earth has better slang than the Brits. Nobody. 
I agree with that. I prefer their slang to Aussie slang, in fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aussies have some good ones, but mm-hmm. they're really stealing from the British. I, I find mean, the Aussie ones sometimes like a little try hard. It's like that. You're trying a little too hard yeah, to make slang. You can tell that the British slang, it just came. It like organically mm-hmm. grew out of the earth like a potato. <laughs> and it culminates with her doing, can I steal you for a second in an American accent? This woman's a star. She's a star. Okay, so that brings us, Andy, to your A game. Who is your winner? Easy. Katie. Yeah. I mean, the care pack move. Yeah. Easy. She basically got her own one-on-one time. And that really did seem to mean something to him. And I would have, if I was locked in there sick and someone did that, I would have been very touched and very into it. Oh, that's cute, Andy. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that brings us to our word watch. There was one vulnerable, way fewer than I would have expected. Lucky for you. Andy, you said it's because he got sick. That's right. There would have been so many... I really appreciate all the women being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate them being, I really appreciate charity I, being I, vulnerable. Yeah, my, I appreciate this person being vulnerable. My goal for this one-on-one one time is to be vulnerable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We missed five or six vulnerables <laughs> because of that. You should be thankful. I am. Thank, yeah, thank I am. COVID. There were 45 correct guesses and our winner is Ulrika Harding. Congratulations. You are the winner of $120 in Spade and Sparrow's wine. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of wine. It's enough to get drunk on. <laughs> And maybe die. (laughs) (laughs) Ignore that. Only in one sitting. Please email us by this Friday at midnight to claim your prize. And Andy, what is the word for next week? Episode six. Sick. S-I-C-K. In any reference. Doesn't matter if it's about sickness or just something sick. Is that cool? It's cool, right? I'm totally cool. Marvel at how cool you are. But so sickness is not included. Ill is not included. No, just sick. Not feeling well, not included. Sick, even if you use it in the context of something that's misspelled, but written in context. Uh Uh-huh. S-I-C. I'll take that as well. Okay. Anything that sounds like sick. Can you even imagine someone on this show saying sick in that way? Could you? That would be the high, that would be so highbrow, I'd be offended. So if you would like to join in the shandy word watch fun and have a chance to win da, 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 da. same prize as last week wow beautiful andy yeah. more spade and sparrows wine 120 dollars, in fact in spade mm. and sparrows wine then you can join in the shandy word watch fun by guessing using the numeral the number of times you predict the word sick will be uttered in episode six. You will do so by commenting either below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this recap. You must use sick or word watch. Please spell it S-I-C-K or word watch in your comment. And you must do so by this Friday at midnight. And if you guess correctly, you will be entered in a draw and then one name will be drawn and that person will win $120 in Vino. Solid prize. Okay, Andy, finally, our predictions. Who do you have in your top spot after episode five? I'm sticking with Kat because we didn't see enough for me to demote her. Mm. But I have to say, Katie put in a strong performance. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, as we've known for a while, it's between the two of them. To me, the Katie scene would suggest that it's Katie, but the edit, it almost felt heavy handed to me, like the sepia tone flashbacks. It was like, we're only in episode five and you're already flashing back to episode 
what was it two mm-hmm. it was like damn so it almost felt like too much it almost felt like they're trying to throw us off the scent i kind of agree when when the bachelor tells you to believe something believe the opposite Unless we've evolved to a point where they're now using reverse psychology. So they're like... So reverse, reverse psychology. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So it's like, oh, we will give this such a heavy hand and win or edit that they're going to think it can't be Katie. Mm. Are we overthinking this? Anyway, I also have Kat slash Catherine in my first spot. Nice. Okay. So obviously we both have Katie in our second spots. And so in your third spot, who do you have? I've got Gabby. Okay. Yeah. I really feel like clearly something's happening there. Mm. I mean, she's the princess. The princess usually goes far in these. Yeah, in these... usually the princess date recipient, unless they get sent home on it, which has happened, by the way. Are you serious? Yeah. Get sent home on a princess date? Yeah, but if you're going to get sent home on a one-on-one, that's a good, because you get to keep all the stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you really you keep all the stuff? Oh, she gets to keep all that stuff. That was a mother load. Uh-huh. That was like thousands and thousands of dollars of stuff. I know. That's why Greer called it her personality to a T. <laughs> <laughs> it's my personality too. <laughs> okay, so I also have Gabby in my third spot. I felt like nice. this date just catapulted her to the top. Yeah. I agree with what you said at the top of this recap, Andy, that yeah. people who were calling Gabby in top four from the episode one, I'm like, you're reading spoilers. Because yeah, to me, she was not top four until no, this date. There was no evidence. No. No evidence at all. It's like in a whodunit where you're like, oh, it's that person. <laughs> like, why do you know? Why do you think that? So you read the final chapter of the yeah. book. And look, maybe Gabby doesn't make final four, but this definitely pulled her ahead. Like they had a certain... Mm, they had a an understanding. It felt like, while I don't think he's going to pick her, it felt like he really, really, really enjoys her He's company. going to not pick her mm. with a very heavy heart. Yeah. He's going to feel very sad about not picking yeah, her. Yeah. There's going to be crying. He's going to be pacing around crying. It's going to be, <laughs> I promise you, mark my words, pacing around crying about Gabby's scene will happen. Okay. And so in your fourth spot, who do you have? I still got Ariel. Okay. Yeah, I'm torn between Ariel and Charity in the spot. Obviously, yeah, these are the two people that you would be having a hard time between. Yeah. I think they both have one-on-ones based on the preview yeah. for next week. And this is what I struggle with is like, if he's going to keep both of them on the one-on-ones, it's so weird when someone gets a one-on-one in episode six and then gets sent home in episode seven. Yeah. Like it's so soon it after. It is soon, you're right. So part of me was almost thinking maybe Gabby could go home because she got her rose a week earlier. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I'm going to just keep in Ariel's camp. The reason I'm going with Ariel, I think, is because their rapport feels more fun. Yeah. His time with Charity feels more like I really... Enjoy, it you, feels professional. Yeah, like I really enjoy my time with you. You've you've really surprised me with how intentional you are. They're acting. I do think there's something there, but to me it just feels so early. It feels like the yeah. early stages of dating. They're Every not time getting they talk. past first gear. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's, like they're, they're, it's like it's stuck. Yeah, at least with Ariel, I feel like they do get past first yeah, they're gear, in second gear here and there. Yeah. yeah. So Andy, at the end of this, we predicted even when people were going to go home. Do you want to go over this? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> so we predict Allie and Greer will go home next week, obviously. Yep. And we think therefore in episode seven, the people going home will be Brooklyn, Jess and Charity. Yep. All right, Andy, that brings us to the end of episode five. Halfway through. Already. Yeah. Doesn't always like sneak up on you. Time ticking away. The <laughs> moments that make up a dull day. We're already older than when we started this recap. We're older than when you said we're older than when we started this <laughs> recap. 
If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, leave us Apple and Spotify, podcast ratings and reviews, tell your friends, and generally do all of the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. And by the way, they did do a lot of things last time we asked. Yeah, it was so sweet. We really noticed. We read them. Yeah, there was a lot of nice reviews. Yeah. Really nice. Makes me sad. Why? Because I want to thank them personally. I know. It feels weird. Like, it it feels weird that... We can't thank people directly for a certain review. But but we can say now that when we do read your nice iTunes reviews, we are, I look at your name, I look at where even you're from, (laughs) and I imagine who you are. It's getting creepy. And I give you a hug. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy.